We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? If you had bet at the beginning of the season that 12 games in, your Cleveland Guardians would have the best run differential in the American League, you would probably be a very rich person at this moment. Uh, because that's a fact, baby. We are riding this roller coaster of a season. I'm, just stra- I'm strapped in. I'm ready to go. I'm riding through the lows, and I'm coming right back up into the highs. Uh, we are recording... Uh, right after our guardians, our beloved guardians, which I will say this with every passing day. I love the rebrand, the name, the logo, all about everything about the franchise more and more. My love for it only grows stronger each and every day. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I have a quick story to share, but I will save it for a little bit later. Oh, yes. I want this story. Um, but I, uh, I, I, we are recording uh, after the Guardians have swept the White Sox in not only the doubleheader with the snow out, whatever, doubleheader, and then also took care of business in the day game uh, against Dylan Cease, um, really making the White Sox look terrible over the three games, uh, right off the heels of... Oh, hold on, hold, made- wait, wait, breaking news, breaking oh. news, Tim Anderson committed another error. Speaking of that, did he flip? Who did he flip off? The fans? Did you see that gif? No, I think he flipped off. Um, I think he flipped off Tony LaRusso. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I was actually I hope thinking he, about. I, I, hope I, he I was like, I, I, don't I don't know how like an older manager. This is like a genuine question. Is like an older manager like Tony LaRusso? He was standing at the top steps of the dugout through the entire doubleheader. On like Wednesday, like that's actually pretty impressive. I couldn't do that. He probably <laughs> no. he probably no. had just Red Bull coursing through his veins. Um, probably did. Um, he probably slapped into a Slim Jim too. I, I mean, sure. I mean, he looked rough today when he like stumbled <sighs> out when the yeah. play happened at third with Naylor, and the guy tried to tag him, and the ball got knocked out of the glove. He looked like he literally like came out of a bar in Athens during homecoming <laughs> where it was daylight. Right. And you're like, wait, what's happening right now? Like, why or is like, it day? I should be drunk. Was, That's like was, Vegas where you go in, uh, you yes. go in in the dark and you come back out and all of a sudden you see the sunrise. And you're like, oh it's, boy. It's like that, it's that scene from uh, Varsity Blues when they come out of the strip club yes. at like and they see their teacher, 7 yeah. o'clock. Right. Oh my goodness. What's going on? So, um, so yeah, so an interesting little stretch before the team runs off to a really long road trip, which you mentioned, Chris, is a bizarre thing where they go, the Guardians go east to New York and then out west to Anaheim and Oakland to wrap up April and, and get us into May. So yeah, uh, really strange in that you go 500 against the Giants and White Sox, but you don't really think of it. It didn't happen the way you'd think it would, but I take it, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, and and our boy Stephen Kwan, after going over twelve in the series against the Giants, and um, you know me having to uh, pause on the statue um, collection just for a um, moment, just momentarily, 
Um, I, you know, he, he bounced back. So that was good to see. That actually is, I mean, that is important. Like, you know, he, I, he they're throwing a lot of lefties at him too. They're letting him back yeah. against a lot of lefties and he's holding his own. Um, he's gotten a few hits at this point, but he doesn't look overmatched. He just no. kind of went through a bit of a, in, a tough series, but he came back in the White Sox. Yeah, series. I believe it was was it today's game. He had a sack fly. Yeah, he had a sack fly. He, sack, he scored two runs. Yes. So he was one for three today. Something like that. Yeah, and he had a walk Tom and a Hamilton. Yeah. Tom Hamilton said, "You know, with that sack fly, he goes, that's a veteran. That was just a veteran at bat." And that's the thing yeah. where obviously we knew he wasn't going to hit 700 all season long and have this like on base <laughs> percentage good, that was, you know, 800 as well. Um, you know, but he's still, he's, I mean, he is uh, still hitting know, 387. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's and like so unbelievably awesome that he's, finally like we're finally giving a kid who deserved who won it in arizona like go out and prove it you know go out and prove it that this yeah. wasn't a flip and in that over 12 stretch against the giants like he still was having like good at bats yes. like long at bats yes. he wasn't just like swinging at terrible pitches like that's that's a that's the thing that you want to see like everyone's going to go through those stretches jose is going to go through it like the best players will go through those stretches but um, not changing your your uh, process when you go up there, not just swinging at randomly bad pitches all of a sudden. Like that's something that you rookies don't really do, and that's mm-hmm. that, that's just a little telltale. You know, like I know super early in his rookie year, but those are just the little little things that build up. You know, to create something really special, mm-hmm. and even when he's having. Uh, like might have an off day offensively. Then he makes like a big play to throw the guy out at home. Oh, that was yeah, so during the huge. double header. Like he does all these things that are like very fun and impressive. And one of my favorite things about this lineup, you know, with a uh, Miles Straw, Ahmed Rosario, Quan, uh, and um, and Ramirez, and you know, to an extent, Naylor's been looking better at this. They're they're all probably just pissing off pitchers left and right with how many pitches they are forcing every pitcher. To oh, yeah. Like you are going to, you are going to over the course of the season shorten probably by like an inning and a half with that lineup, a starting pitcher on average. And like that, that adds up, especially when teams that don't have like super strong bullpens that helps the back end of your order. They, they get, they get frustrated. They're like, fine, I'll just throw this fucking like meatball across the plate. And all of a sudden, like Jose knocks it out. Like, so th- that's something that's got me. It's nerdy, but it's got me like very excited. Fabs, you're 100% right. And, you know, when Freeman comes up, Freeman's another guy who works counts. And then I've even, it, oh, it, I can't it imagine. even looks oh like, God. it even looks like it's rubbing off on other guys too. Not that they were, you know, that some of the other guys are just swinging out of their shoes, but. You know, other guys are going four or five pitches, and it's like, okay. Oh, Owen Miller. Well, Sorry. Owen, Owen Miller, Miller. You know, Ernie Clement, Oscar Mercado. Like, hey, just get an extra pitch. And mm-hmm. those guys will, I mean, Owen Miller. Um, 
was it is it Miller leading the league with like seven doubles? Doubles. Yeah. Like yep. holy heck. <laughs> he I mean, like nine yeah. games. Too. Oscar Mercado in like eleven games has matched like the number of extra base hits he had last year already. It's like these guys are like playing in like what Yeah, everybody's playing in what feels like their natural sort of spot. Like I saw a yeah. stat I saw a stat that was between Straw, Quan, and Ramirez, they have twenty four walks and twelve strikeouts. And so you're making it like you were saying, Fabs, utter hell for opposing pitchers to get through, even with Reyes struggling the way that he is, which like he's not gonna struggle this bad. He'll the go home through run super today, cold I think stretches. Will, will help. Well, oh, I will say great. this too. He you know, he still has horrible discipline this right now, like at the plate. Like he's swinging still at so much. Yeah. But when he gets he's getting pretty good barrel on a lot of these pitches that I would say that the luck angle probably plays a factor. Like I don't think his like BAPIP is all that great, but like I still just feel like he's probably a tad unlucky on a few hits. Sure. Um and he'll he'll but he did lock in on that homer. He's also gonna yeah. be a guy I, next year too that benefits probably from the the uh ban on how much they shift too. Yeah and I mean with some of these guys like you can move Franmel to the five. Like he, like they did the other day. Six. If you can even move him to the, like I wouldn't move him to the six because you can put Owen Miller behind him in the six slot. But like it, the fact that we have some bats that are like starting to really reveal themselves. And I think it's having, um, you know, Miles Straw like from the beginning of the season because he came in late last mm-hmm. year and having Quan, that's two that we didn't really have for a majority of the year last year. So like there was such a reliance on Franmo, and he he had a great first half of the season until he got injured. Uh, but the fact that you can just move him back, like they did today, and it really doesn't impact anything, yeah. like because you're gonna have guys on base. Like, and I would I, be curious. I, yeah, I would be curious with Naylor's ball, like bat to ball skills, and his eye at the plate, and his like better power. I could foresee a world. Where Naylor hits cleanup sometimes, yes, and you can move Naylor to the fifth spot. I I could see that being fairly because you you figure because I want to talk about Ramirez here in the next couple minutes as we kind of like get out get out of our update here. Um, The not that you know the power that Reyes has is fantastic, but if you were to put another guy who gets on base at a decent clip, assuming Naylor takes that step forward. Putting Reyes at the fifth spot with so many guys who could be on base, that only helps him see better yeah. pitches um, and maybe takes a little bit of pressure off, especially when he's kind of going through like a cold streak. So I actually had that same kind of thought where I was like, you know, you could, depending on like who takes a step forward, sometimes try it if you wanted to. It does. Because occur. I could see and that. So like, much or even like Owen Miller, like if he comes back and he's still like raking. Yeah. There's so um, much flexibility with this batting. But the one yeah, you're going six deep to... now, too. Oh, dude, I it's think great. I think it's deeper. Fabs, I, I, you said six earlier, and I was like, dude, the only position. So, I mean, like six, like top tier, where it's like there are almost I, a majority of teams would be like, I would love for this to be my one through six. Sure, but you're right. It goes seven, it, eight, it's seven, eight. Yeah, and I mean, catcher's the only spot where I'm like, like I said before, 
it makes me want to gouge my eyes out anytime one of our yeah, catchers comes to bat. But um, super well, I think Mer- I mean, I think Mercado hitting the eighth spot is like that's perfect for him. I I'll dude, accept. Dude's it. like two hits. Away. If he gets two more hits, the dude's hitting like two eighty five. Right. You yeah, know, I'll like, take I'll take him in the eighth spot. <laughs> him in the sixth spot. That's a yeah. that's a whole other yeah bad bad season. Yeah. But Steve, you brought yeah. up uh, Jose and. Um, I don't know if you guys were aware of this statistic, but through 11 games, there has only been one batter in the history of the game who has had more uh, RBI through the first 11 games of a season than Jose's 20. Care to take any guesses? Is it Lou Gehrig? It's a good guess, but no. Is it Manny Ramirez? It is Manny Ramirez. (laughs) That's right. Well, in the other... I believe it was the, the 99 other, season. Okay. The other stat that I saw was through the 12 games. I could get this butchered uh, because it was just the, it was the new stat of the day. It was like through 12 games. Um, he He's tied Willie Mays for like the most extra base hits, I think, through 12 games or something like that. It's some stat that he shares with only Willie Mays. So it's like, okay. Pretty bonkers. bonkers. (laughs) Yeah, it's like whatever it is. It's great. Um, No, man. I mean, it's pretty clear that Jose is like gunning for the MVP finally. Like, not that he ever wasn't, but like if ever there was going to be a year where like maybe that it could all come together, this might be it. Because he's a third of the way there. He's a third of the way there to uh, tie Don Mattingly's grand slam record in the season. I mean, he's on a mission. It's awesome. It's really fun it. to see. It's, what's it's, the, it's what's like the, the Cleveland organization record for more, most Grand Slams in a five. five? I think it's Hafner? five by Pronk. Yeah. Yeah. Was that yeah, year that Pronk he, hit like a million of them? Yeah. <laughs> I was really trying. Fun. I was trying to like, I was like, I know Pronk owns the record and I couldn't remember if it was four or five. Yeah. Cause he was super close and he had a couple, he had a couple of bats <clears> later in the season with bases loaded and like, they they always I remember very distinctly they kept flashing that stat and I wanted that for him. I mean, the, the it goes back to kind of just talking about Straw and Quan now in that one two holes like that's as perfect. I was thinking that's as good even with when Lindor was here that's as good a group in front of him as he's ever had in terms of being able to actually get on base. Uh, I I really I would think argue that it's better. Frankie hit what a buck, buck forty when it mattered. Well, even just his ability, even just uh, over his last couple of years and the way he kind of struggled in general, it was like, ah, yeah. I mean, you know, I think this might be the and and even when he struggles, having Reyes behind you is is a good thing because you have to respect his power and and when reyes gets hot like watch the hell out because oh that dude i mean you're still talking about the offense red hot he'll carry you for like two weeks on his own and if he's in this offense which i will remind people after this white Sox series is still the highest wrc plus or work plus whatever you want to call it um offense in baseball technically this is still the best Offense in baseball. They have the best run differential. Best run differential by a large margin. 25. I like how we're not talking about the pitching. Having to be perfect. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about the pitching in our next update because uh, 
we're uh we, we've capped out on this little mini episode here but um yeah oh, isn't that incredible sorry, the, Met, the mets the mets are a plus 30 i'm looking at and the dodgers right i believe have a higher and the dodgers are run difference. plus 32 but uh, those are the yeah. only two i'll also say i'll say one quick thing that clevenger trade oh, oh my god we're gonna do an episode just on that <laughs> because holy yeah crap. i can't like we need an hour episode on that oh trade yeah because it is goddamn insane I if I were a Padres fan, I'd be feeling pretty nervous in general about just like the state of my team at the moment because yeah, it feels very like and the division, dude. Your division sucks. Yeah, it feels very like tenuous. Like even though you signed Tatis to a long deal, you're kind of like um Blake Snell gets hurt all the time. Clevenger, we've like never seen pitch. Like what's going on here? <laughs> so, like, and Mackenzie Gore, like I believe, had like a ton of control issues last year, and they've like redid yeah. his entire like approach. And it's like, yeah, okay, he pitched it well finally once. sounded like, like that he might have been on, he might have been available for the right price this off season. Which I heard that too. Uh, yeah, was which not like the that would have been like before. No, that they need him desperately. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so here we go. Uh, you know, 500 on the little mini home stand here and uh, heading into New York and then uh, da- uh, out west to Anaheim and, and Oakland. It'll be an interesting 10-game test for the youngest, certainly. I believe, still youngest roster in baseball. So it yeah. should be fun. We'll see. Um, in the meantime, um, you know, be sure to, hey, follow us, follow us. Check in with us. We're on Probably. social all over the place, as we'll, you know. We'll be we'll be posting we'll be around. things. Yeah, you'll see us. Okay, and we'll commenting and be, uh, getting into general shenanigans, all that stuff. All right, Gen- general tomfoolery. Yes, exactly. The tomfoolery will be uh, rampant. All right, catch you guys later. <laughs>